0: All right, Money Matters with Matt and Rich, episode six. Six. Six in the books. Yep. Welcome, Matt. Thanks, Thanks. for again letting me lead off. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I know. I like it. I actually ah, kind of like when you lead yeah, off. hand the <laughs> mic over. I love it. I love it. It's great. Uh, we've got some good stuff today. We've got uh, someone calling in at about noon, yep. uh, has a couple questions. Um, so that's a great uh, you know, service. And I think if anybody else wants to call in, you know, let us know. We can get that set up and yep. scheduled. I think there's a lot of value to that. You Hopefully you'll find some value with uh, the caller today yep. um, to be able to answer either qu- some questions that you've had before or maybe spawn some new questions. That's what we're here for. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and ask and ask the tough questions. Don't be, don't be. I mean, obviously, the generic ones are awesome, but yeah. like if you have a situation specific to yourself, ask it. Like, yeah, we want to help you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's uh, that's what we're here for. Um, and and this
0: podcast is like you know evolving, mm-hmm. evolving. We're gonna be able to start doing um, more live stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, these call-ins are gonna be you know something we can start doing. Um, you know. Facebook Live, YouTube Live, yep. uh, we're just, your guy was just saying that we're going to be able to put a caller on on Zoom.
1: Yeah. yeah. So for those that are watching on the the straight video ahead, um, we have like a little screen behind us. Um, we can put people on Zoom and their face will actually be there. So we can actually, you know, have a conversation with somebody and it's not, you know, the phone calls are awesome. Usually yeah. Obviously you hear the voice and all like everything like that, but they can be on the physical video end of it too. Um, so that just makes it so much easier. Evolution. Yeah, you know? Evolution. It
0: starts it starts <laughs> with an idea and then it grows. Right. Right. It grows. I think that's awesome. I think that's uh this will be a this has been a lot of fun and it continue to be a lot yeah.
1: of fun. Yeah, I just like you know I like that we can continue to evolve it, right? It's not yeah. we don't want this to be our I don't want to say your typical podcast where it's just us talking. Um there's obviously room for that in the industry, but we want to do more. We want to be more interactive. We want to be, yeah. you know, just different. You know, every, yeah. every I think a lot of people just have the podcast where they talk back and forth. Sure. Um, but if we can get other people involved or like I mean like we were talking about, you know, get other, you know, investors in here, okay. other real estate agents in here, other title whoever it is. Yeah to actually come in and provide some insight on what, you know, what they do or just have a conversation with us. I think it just adds, we want to add more for, for the audience here. Right. Cause you know, along with, you know, us talking to
0: each other, you know, you should be able to learn something with that. But again, having those other professionals yeah. in too learn a lot about what that looks like and, and yeah. be knowledgeable of that process. Right. So when you get there, maybe, you know, it's a year from now, six months from now or th- five years from now. You have a little. You've heard this before, yeah. You know, and you contact one of us. You're like, oh, I remember. I remember hearing you guys say that, right? Uh, Where I called in, or we talked about it. You know, I sent you a message, Mm -hmm. Uh, because this isn't about us, right? It's about you guys. It's Mm -hmm. about everybody else, and trying to provide some uh, insights and value uh, to you and. If you've got questions, ask them. We can get them answered. Yeah. We can get them answered.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, just to reiterate, I mean, we want the value to be for, for, you know, people listening. We want them to be as informed as possible. So when they are ready to buy or to sell, you know, they at least have some, you know, bigger, um, you know, tips, pointers in their head that they remembered from, you know, if they watched... From this yeah, right yeah. and you know they they remember okay yeah i remember x y and z maybe I don't remember the nitty-gritty of it but i know yeah. you know this could be an option or this is what to expect
0: and the broad brush strokes yeah and then we can get down to, to the it. fine print uh, yeah. once it once it actually becomes uh, something you're interested in right right but matt what's uh the little bit of a roller coaster ride uh, this week with rates um i haven't talked to you about them like in, in detail but i have heard that there was kind of a an up or down yeah. a little bit of both.
1: Yeah, so since last well Monday the can do math. The first Monday, <laughs> Monday August first, uh, they started to dip down pretty drastically, yeah. um, which is crazy because it was after the Fed raised rates, yeah. um, which I think we you know talked about in one of our previous ones where the the federal rate doesn't always dictate mortgage rates, and this yeah. is a very good situation of that. Um, so, they, but they've been doing this roller coaster of you know up and down, and honestly, it's been going up and down by like half a point in the last um, probably. 10 ish days. Half a point's a lot of money half per a points, month. Yeah, half a point's a lot. On
0: your monthly mortgage, that's right. a lot.
1: Right. So, for instance, last Monday, we finally saw high fours again, which we were all like, there, there's there got to be something wrong. So like, it came down so it came to down. high fours. Yes, I yeah. yes. probably should say that. No, <laughs> it that's came, all right. It came down to the high fours, and then by next, uh, that Thursday it was back to five and a half and we were like, wow, this is this is weird. And then it slowly has trickled down and right now we're back in the high fours again. And it seems to be set to kind of be leveling. And the reason we know that is the 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 mortgage backed securities market or the bond market is starting to level. It's not doing this crazy thing as it was doing the last few weeks. We, I honestly looking back on it, I'm not overly shocked that it was volatile because investors, I don't think really knew what to do. They don't, they didn't know how to react to this this federal news, um, and then mm-hmm. I think the July inflation report came out like a day ago or two days yeah. ago, um, and it was eight point seven or eight point one eight. It was 8%, it, yeah, eight percent, 8, eight point yeah. something, um, which is high, but believe it or not, that's lower than June. So this yeah. is actually starting to trend in a better direction. So buyers, you know, this is. We always say it's a good time to buy because real estate, you know, if you hold it long enough, it's going to go up. Yep. But realistically, I mean, we're back in the high forest for, for conventional loans. Like this is, yep. this is, we haven't seen this in, you know, a couple months. So this, this is really good news.
0: And this podcast and, and video will come out, you know, l- later. So it might be old news at that point. But um, again, why we're going to go live for a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and, you know, why we're going to incorporate a lot of this stuff into more of a... Our, our, an instant access thing. Yep. But reach out because you never know. Maybe maybe in, you know, a week or two, it's four and a half. Yeah. But but from five and a half to high fours is like... I don't know it's the actual big, dollar amount, but like, no, it's, it's, it's a usually a big savings on it, that.
1: It really is a drastic difference. Um, increases
0: your purchasing power.
1: And it, re- yeah. yeah. And that's the other good part where buyers purchasing power are getting, or is now higher yeah. and the market's starting to come down. So this is a really good time for, for buyers. Yeah. And I think, you know, buyers I have that have been waiting are getting really, really excited because they're starting to see that, you know, the the end of the, the light of the end of the tunnel might yeah. actually be here for the time being anyway. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really good news for you buyers. You can
0: negotiate yeah. on deals, you can get inspections on deals, yep. you can get
1: concessions on deals. Yep. Yep. It's un it's unreal. Like uh it's actually almost normal. I and I say that in a very relative state of right. what we just experienced. It's right. still not normal, but we're we're starting to trend there, which I personally think is awesome. Like yeah.
0: <laughs> putting a little bit more power back in the buyers uh hands. Mm-hmm. Um again, not fully there, mm-hmm. but going in the right direction, yeah. at least for the time being. And hopefully, uh, you know, get more buyers into more homes.
1: Right. Right. And I mean, I don't know if you want to talk from your end. I mean, I guess you did a little bit there, but if you want to expand on, you know, what you've been seeing with, with potential buyers that you have, do you mm-hmm. feel like they're starting to become maybe a little more motivated, just a little more hopeful. Like, do you see that in maybe conversations you're having?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I've been reaching out to a lot of people that have been, you know, they've been on the sidelines for a little while or, you know, they got disgruntled with the last, you know, year or so mm-hmm. um, and just reminding them, hey, you know, int- yes, interest rates are higher, you know, and, and we might be looking at a little bit different home. But if you still need a home or want a home, let's go look at the home, make the offer that makes sense to you. Mm-hmm. Right. If it's been on the market. I think we've talked about this before. If it's been on the market 21 days, 30 days, then, you know, you're not getting into a bidding war. Right. Very likely not going to get into it right. anymore. <laughs> right. um, the, the chance is still there that you do, but, you know, make the offer. Make the offer with concessions towards your closing costs. Mm-hmm. You know, reduce your points if you can mm-hmm. with a concession. If uh, Yeah, there's a lot of different strategies that now we can start to kind of, like, incorporate
1: right. into right. –
0: uh, an offer, which, yeah. which we didn't have the opportunity before.
1: Yeah. And I mean, a quick story, even like, you know, in Salem, New Hampshire, um, one of our LOs had an agent who had a house that was, he said it was the busiest open house he's ever been to. It was mm-hmm. like a 3-1, like perfect starter home, yeah. um, listed under 400 grand in oh, Salem, in which Salem. was like, holy crap, <laughs> um, wild. Um, yeah. And they said they got like one offer. And there was, you know, 30, 40 parties that came through. It's just crazy. Which is, which is crazy. Like it just, you gotta understand, like the, the how drastic of a change that is. Mm-hmm. You Used to not be able to get anything in Salem for under five hundred, let alone, no. let, let alone now. Now we're talking about, you know, under four. You know, you know, yeah, you're, it's a three one. You know, we're looking at you know 1,200 1, square feet, but like, for a starter home, like yeah. they're starting to come out there in which a great is area. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know. Close to close to the border, close to get into if you got to go still
1: go down to Boston or something like that, right? Uh, or if you work from home, right? You're in a great spot, right? Exactly, especially with Tuscan being built and, and all of that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. Let me see. Oh, I thought he was calling. <laughs> I oh, thought okay. we had the caller coming. Yep. In. Uh, yep. Um, caller.
0: The, the noontime hour has yeah. presented itself. Yeah. So. So if you're <laughs> out there listening, I know we're
1: not live, but feel free to call in yeah. now. Let me see where he is at, just to make sure. That way, at least that. um What's it called? Because maybe he got distracted. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Yeah. So,
0: and and again, just kind of along with this, you know, we're innovating and and changing, and you know, trying to incorporate a lot more of uh, your feedback and and you oh, know and what you need. and here he is. Let's look at uh, speaking
1: of the devil. So well, let me put our fancy headphones on. Hello, caller. Can you hear us? You there? Hello? Hey, can you hear us? Yep. What's going on? All right, so I will have you introduce yourself, whether it's just first name or first and last, I don't really care, and where you're from. All
2: right, my name's Sam. I'm from uh, Rainham, Massachusetts.
1: Awesome, awesome. And what what questions do you have for us, Sam?
2: Yeah, so um, I'm actually a recent graduate, kind of starting to look through the housing market a little bit um looking to buy a house you know relatively soon so i guess i was wondering you guys opinion on um the market right now um whether looking for a house as a first-time buyer is something i should wait on a little bit or if uh you know now's a good time and um you know maybe just some of the stuff about like interest rate hikes and how that's going to affect somebody like me
1: yeah perfect that actually works out perfect congrats on
0: graduating you recent grad congratulations (laughs) That's a big yeah, achievement. Good job.
1: I believe it was law school, right?
2: <laughs> it was law school, yes.
1: Awesome. So to to answer the first part, um, we always say, you know, it's never a bad time to buy. Um, but especially when you're talking about, you know, first-time home buyers right now, um, and this literally works out perfect because we were just segmenting from this, um, the market is starting to ease. Uh, I don't personally know about, you know, the the South Shore of Mass market, but if it's anything like North Shore, Mass, it is starting to ease up a little bit. Um, so personally, I think it's a great time. I think it's a great time to start looking into it at least, and you know, looking over options um, and you know, look, seeing what's out there and maybe your price range or what you're comfortable spending. What do you think, Rich? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's kind of a tough question to ask
0: without knowing your personal, uh, you know, wants, goals, desires. You know, again, if you're looking to stay in that area yeah i mean it's going to be area specific area dependent you know if it's um you know you're you're a recent grad so you know maybe you're not making the money that you will be in the next you know three to five years Mm -hmm. um so getting in touch with a lender like matt is important to kind of see where you're at with that but yeah now is a the best time to buy real estate was yesterday (laughs) the next best time is today And the worst time is always tomorrow, (laughs) because tomorrow is going to be more expensive than it is today, right? Um, Unless something, unless the Fed does something crazy like they did during uh, COVID, COVID. right? Yeah, unless they manipulate the market, right?
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then you know that second part, the the interest rate hikes. Um, So that is actually just the federal fund rate that got hiked. Um, Mortgage rates actually dropped. So to give you some insight, we were at about five and a half two weeks ago, and now we're in the high fours. So we've dropped almost half a point. So when you're talking about a market where there's more homes coming, the prices are easing, and the rates are falling, this is like... It, it, that really shouldn't affect you, right? And the the best quote I ever saw three months ago, I wish I remembered who posted it, uh, was was marry the house and date the rate because you can always refinance your rate. Yeah, I've been For, saying that. Yeah. That was oh, me. oh, well, perfect. <laughs> it was Rich. Um, it, so, you I know, probably you, got it from somewhere else. Though, <laughs> so. But but you know you, you you date your interest rate. You don't you do Yes, it's important, especially you know you want to make sure you can afford the monthly payment on it. But you can always refinance when these rates go up and down because that's what's exactly going to happen. And guess what? You think you're locked in. It, you're four and a half for 30 years but then all of a sudden you know you run into a situation you don't have an emergency fund you have to cash out refi and then everything changes so in terms of the rate hike there really isn't one right now believe it or not with mortgage rates but you know that does, we don't have a crystal ball so we don't know what's coming
2: right yeah, yeah no that that makes sense that's a good quote i'm gonna keep that
1: <laughs> yeah do it <laughs> did you have, did you have anything on that rich Um uh, no i don't no. on mean, the lending side, but the uh
0: in regards to just like home values and over time, you know, over the last forty years, like they've n- nationally, they've only appreciated. Mm-hmm. I think in the nineties, and like nineteen ninety one or something like that, they dropped like nationally one point two percent. But every every other year, appreciation has been like three plus. Right. Every year. Right. Even you know the great the crash of two thousand eight. Right. Right. Um, so, yeah, no, it's it's always a good time to buy. Um, for people that need to buy or want to buy. It's just uh, figuring out what you can buy.
1: Yeah. Let me ask you quickly, Sam, too. What uh, What do you know what kind of property you'd be looking at? Because that could also potentially help the answer.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know Like if uh, this is something that you guys have talked about or want to talk about, but I've been pretty interested in the, um, the idea of house hacking. Mm-hmm. So, the you know, you buy multi, uh, you live in one of the units, rent the one or up to three more. And, um, you know, basically then at that point after living in it for two years, either refinance or sell to buy your dream home. So that's always been kind of a, you know, an interest and a goal of mine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I can speak from the letting side of it. Like that is how I usually have people go that know they want to eventually get into the, the investment, you know, game of it and are willing to go into a multi early because it's significantly cheaper than going the other way around. If you buy your single family first, and then your investment second, you got to put 25 or 20 or 25% down on the investment versus three and a half percent or just 5%. So that is a hundred percent. If you're going that route to me, that's buy immediately because you're going to probably. onto it for the long term and then you're probably into it for the appreciation more so than the cash flow on just one unit. Now if you want to start buying, you know, four or five, six, seven houses, now the cash flow is really coming in, but that one unit will just appreciate over time. What do you what do you think, Rich? You're very much so into this. So
0: Yeah, I mean if uh you're a recent grad, I imagine you're a little bit younger. So do that exactly what you're saying. Do it now. Yeah. Don't wait. Do it now. Um I got into it later, um, I, but I wish I would gotten into it sooner because I'd know a lot. Uh, I would have known what I know now a lot sooner, mm-hmm. and I'd be, you know, ten, fifteen, maybe eighteen years uh, <laughs> ahead of where I am now. But yeah, so yeah, buying and letting someone else, you know, help you with your mortgage payment is always great. House hacking, um, multi-unit properties is the best. You know, the best being four next best being three units mm-hmm. and then a duplex you know is kind of where a lot of people start um but let your assets pay for your liabilities right right so like a single family home is a liability you're it's not making you any money unless you rent out by the room to right. other roommates then that's a form of house hacking right um but buy assets buy a multifamily home you know maybe then you re- like you said refi out to get your FHA loan back or, you know, the ability to use that to get another one for 3.5% down and do it again. You can do that, you know, almost unlimited, I believe.
1: Yeah, so they... Depend you'd have to go through a different lender, which oh, working okay. with a broker, that works because we have multiple lenders. Yeah. But if the same lender catches on to it and they're like, Oh, there's a specific timeline here, what's oh. happening, underwriting will shut it down. But sure. if you know you can do that probably three three ish times with the same lender, but if you just go somewhere else, they're not gonna know. There's but imagine no if you did that
0: three times over three or five years, you'll now have a minimum six units over three buildings, potentially even you know, up to sixteen. Yeah. No, 12, 12. 12. 12, sorry. If you bought it four units each time, four unit, four unit, four unit, that's going to pay for your single-family home. Right. When you refi that last time and say, hey, you know what? I'm done with this. I want to buy a single-family home, and I want to you know, settle in. Mm-hmm. The cash flow, the appreciation, everything now pays for the house that you live
1: in now. Right. Like It's the, a no-brainer. You, can, you If can, you're willing to live in the multi, it's a no-brainer. If you're willing
0: to do it, you, can, you could— you could probably realistically do that all within a five-year period right
1: right so that's a great question sam yeah
0: that's the goal
2: right there
1: awesome awesome well thank you for for calling in and uh guys if anyone else has any questions just let us know but sam thank you thank you sam
0: awesome thank you guys uh thanks for your time it was a pleasure awesome all right good luck
1: yeah so guys obviously you know like we talked about house hacking is, you know, a way to build wealth tremendously, you mm-hmm. know, if you, not just the cash flow, but like we talked about the appreciation when you go, you know, you hold that house for 30 years and you sell it. And mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, we know, again, we know what real estate does, that house value doubles. And you got yep. three of them that you bought at 400 grand a pop, like. And you have some control math. over that too. <laughs> yeah. Like you have
0: control over that unit and that building and how it performs. Right. Whereas, you know, your 401k, you have to wait till you're 60 to cash out on it. Right. And, and, it'll probably be ol-
1: and it'll probably be older by the time that you actually get there in 30 years. It'll be 65 or 66 yeah. by the time my generation especially gets there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and someone else has control over that, not you. Mm-hmm. Somebody else is – the only people that get rich on 401Ks are the people running the 401Ks. Right. They're getting – well. No. Yep. No matter if it goes up or down, they're still making money. Right. Whereas you're not. Right. And you got to wait till you're 60. So. Right. That's my little diatribe on 401ks at this point. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, it, it's a, it's at least a tangible asset that you have control over. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And you can. Make better or make worse?
1: Yeah, and I'm glad he brought up refinances because that was, you know, a question that you know I get a lot is, and I got recently is, you know, what are the different types of refinances? Because I don't think people realize, um, I don't even know if I just mentioned it there, but you know, pulling out cash from your house, cash out, right? Refinance, you can yep. you can do something called a cash out refinance. Where as long as you have the equity position, you can pull money out of your out of your property. Um, you have to go up to in most cases, unless it's a VA loan, you can um, up to eighty percent. VA loans for us, you can go to um, hundred uh-huh. percent. So that's you know something that separates us. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally speaking, eighty percent loan to value. What that means, if you have three hundred thousand dollars left on your mortgage and your house is worth five hundred grand, you could hypothetically take out hundred grand. Because you have to be up to that eighty percent, um, so that's a situation where people will use that to go buy you know other assets, or they'll use it. Well, some people use it to buy stupid things, but no buy <laughs> you know, like, assets. No, 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 no. Don't buy liabilities yeah. unless
0: you unless you you've got you know something you need, like you know medical or your family Correct. issues. Correct. There's or, a you know, severe something, emergency. Something you need that that money to do that is you know for your family and stuff like that, or, or you know. But yeah, don't go buy the the newest uh, Lamborghini, BMW, BMW. <laughs> whatever. <like> buy assets <laughs> yeah. with that because now you're paying that um,
1: over thirty years. Over
0: thirty years, fixed rate. Yep. 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 Yeah. Well, rate. you can go
1: fix or adjustable, but I, I mean, fix is usually yeah. 99%. if you can go
0: get a low fixed rate. Yeah. Uh, lower than you could get if you use that money and got it from somewhere else. Yep. Yeah.
1: Sure. Right. And, and that's exactly it. right. It's cheaper than a personal loan. It's a hell of a lot cheaper than hard money. Right. And I think a lot of people get tripped up because their mortgage go their mortgage amount goes up. Mm-hmm. But then I you know, I urge them like, you know, if you need 100 grand for something, where else are you going to get 100 grand? Like, it, there's not no. a lot of places where you'll get 100 grand at a five percent rate it, right it there's just there's not nope. so in the yes i know it, where you can
0: get 100 100 grand for 10 percent For ten
1: percent yeah Yeah, <laughs> no, grand at 5%, for like five percent you just did it's not out there no. right so that's where you know that's one option um you know you have your typical rate and term that everyone knows you know you lower your rate lower your term however right. you want to do it um you can even go up you go from you know you're having financial hardships and you know you're going to sell your house soon you want to go from a 15 year to a 30 year just to ease the cash flow until you sell right we can do that um and then when you get into va and fha you have this fha streamline which, mean, which is a no-doc loan, so we don't need anything, right? All we need is an, um, typically an appraisal, and then, well, we, we do need to see your income, so I guess not no-doc. That was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. You got to make some income. Yes. <laughs> um, but then as long as your interest rate is lower by half a percent, boom, we're good. Right, it's it's very very simple. It's that it's not the whole typical refinance process. And then a VA Earl is pretty much the same thing. It's got to go down by at least half a percent. It's got to make sense for the veteran to do so. Tricky part with the VA Earl is it's hard to go from a thirty year to a fifteen year. You have to. You, there's like there's a ton of math that goes on. And in the that's back a and term only. So that is yeah. So it's an interest rate interest rate like reduction refinance loan. Okay. um so it's essentially the, the quote unquote the streamline you can still va you can still refinance not an earl yep. into a va for a 15 year um, but earl just requires significantly less documents it's just a lot easier for the vet but you know there's different options out there now, in terms you, say
0: you could do a cash out refi on a va at 100 percent loan to value
1: yeah up to 100 with uh with us you can go it's pretty wild it's on blue yeah it's pretty you wild you can take out your entire home's equity and go do something with that with oh that money. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And yeah, that's exactly it. Go
0: do something good with it. Yes.
1: Please. Yeah. Please go Buy do something assets. good with it. Mm. <laughs> and wow. then, you know, something something we mentioned earlier, um a little bit, you know, we talked about seller concessions and yeah. kind of streamlining out of that. Is you know, can can I re can I finance my closing costs? I a, a lot of first time home buyers get asked this because obviously closing costs are you know there are a lot of money, especially for a first time home buyer who only is thinking about the down payment. Yep. Um. So just to reiterate, in New Hampshire, closing costs are between three and three and a half percent of your loan amount, just depending on taxes when you buy all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so
0: four hundred thousand
1: dollar house about twelve grand. About twelve. 12 to- 12 14. to 14, give or, yep. give or take, somewhere in there. On um, top of your down payment. Correct. Right. So again, you know, first time home buyer, they're putting 3% down. So they're a like, guy oh, I got 12 grand. It's like, well, we need like 24 to 25. It's like, oh, yep. crap. Well, yep. can I finance those? The answer is it depends. Um, and that's a, a, the answer, I feel like, for Fine. every real estate question. Um, <laughs> well, here's the gray area. Here's the gray area, <laughs> right, is you, you have one guaranteed option, which is to take a higher interest rate. To then get a lender credit mm-hmm. to then quote unquote finance the, yeah. the closing costs.
0: Which would be paying that back more monthly. Correct. Essentially. Exactly. Yeah. And, that, and that's the exactly higher interest right. rate. Yeah.
1: Right. So that's why that's usually the last option I go to. Um, if they like desperately need it, okay, we'll entertain it. Mm-hmm. I don't usually like to go that route though. Um, the other way is a seller concession, as we talked oh, about. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so for those that don't know, a seller concession is a fancy word to say seller credit. So the seller is essentially giving you money for the closing costs, but it's financed into your loan. Yep. So for how that would be written, if you want, you know, the seller to net, you know, three forty five on your deal and you want five thousand dollars of closing costs credited to you, you're buying the house for three fifty.
0: Yeah, and then they'll give you the five thousand back. Right. However, you could probably Depending on the home, in this shifting market, not have to wrap them into the loan and get them as a part of the deal, anyways. Potentially, correct. Right, but it's going to be very deal specific. Right. Like, you know, if you three forty five is their asking price, what he's saying is that okay, you want five thousand back. The easiest and best way is to offer them three fifty to give you five back. However, the the right home, the right seller, with no offers. May take three forty five and give and you five give five k back, 5K back yeah, because correct. they want to sell their home, correct? And they have nobody else out there offering them anything, correct? So, right. going to be uh, home specific, yeah. But you know that's what your agents for,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then this is something that was completely non existent for the last yeah. two years, which is now coming back. Um, so when I give sell or sellers, Jesus, give buyers these options, they're almost shocked that you can do it, yeah. Uh, but the important thing to note, you know, you there are caps on it depending on your loan amount. Typically, people don't run into it, but just know there are caps for how much you yeah. can actually What's
0: get. FHA up to 6%.
1: FHA is up to 6 Um
0: 6% can, of the purchase of price. Of the purchase
1: price. So literally, you could pretty much get you everything. Could cover,
0: you could cover all of your closing costs. Correct. Right. If your closing costs are 3 to 3.5%, three you can get 6%. Well right you can do the math
1: right right and then conventional depending on your down payment it's either 3%, 6% or 9% um, Wait, which, hold which which is wild to me because <laughs> if you put more down you can get more of a seller concession but if you can put more down you have the money so that's why I don't understand yeah. um, but that is but that is a thing interesting yeah huh yeah that that's but again it kind of seems backwards uh, yeah <laughs> um but another important thing, it has to appraise still. Yeah. So you yeah. know, if you do go in that situation where you go ten grand over, we get ten grand seller credit. You know, the house it still house still has to appraise ten thousand dollars higher. And if it does, right. we're all fine and dandy. Everyone's happy. Yeah. Um. Yep. So yes and no, you can in a, in a way, I guess. Yeah. You're, you're, still, the paying, you're still paying it. But. Yeah, exactly. Where's the money coming from that the seller is giving you back? Well, right. It's coming from you. Right. Right.
0: <laughs> from the buyer.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure you can speak on it from the seller's end. I mean, do they, are they accepting the fact that they may have to go that route or are they, you know, I don't even know if you've experienced it with your sellers yet, but uh, are, you know, are they reluctant to do so? Does it cause a red flag?
0: Depends on motivation. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, You know, if it's priced right and it's in good shape and they've, you know, the sellers have, you know, gotten it ready for market, you know, with all the suggestions that I've given and they're going with the suggested list price, it should, it's selling, Mm -hmm. you know, it's still selling in just a couple of weeks. Right. Not, you know, nothing that any seller needs to like get desperate or worry about. Mm -hmm. Um, the sellers that are out there that are maybe on the market 20, 30, 50 days, um, you know, some of them, you know, have to move, like mm-hmm. they, they, they have to move or, right. you know, they want to get into something else. So they're going to be more willing to to negotiate. Right. And, you know, the first week or two, you know, the buyers may or may not have the opportunity to negotiate. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on the house. But, um, you know, that definitely is things kind of start moving down the road for these sellers and they start saying, hey, I, I, like I got it. I got to sell this thing now. Um. So yeah again it's tough like there's a lot of that gray right. depends on the house depends on you know Salem Manchester yeah. you know Portsmouth, like right. where is it? Right, um, right. And Everything what's it priced goes- at? What's it? How's it look? How was their activity the first showings, first weekend? Yeah, you know things like that. Yeah, so, and that's um, good too. Yeah, I mean, and and that's the you know that's my job to find out uh, how things are going from for my buyers mm-hmm. if, if this house is something they're interested in. You know, contacting the agent and, and finding those questions out and seeing you know gauging the level of uh, interest on that property yeah. in particular.
1: Do you find that agents are truthful when you do that? It's kind of off script here. Do you find like they actually, you know, uh, tell you everything, or is I, it more? I would so? hope so. Yeah,
0: I would hope so. I mean, I, I'm going to be um, yeah. with the agents, uh, okay. so the agents. I mean, we're all bound by the code of ethics, so yeah. we're all supposed to, you know, act ethically, right? So yeah, I you mean, you can't you're, blatantly lie. Yeah, your option is to like, hey, I can't tell you because your seller, you know, um, maybe doesn't, you know, the seller has said, hey, I don't want you to disclose any information about what's going on, gotcha. and that's okay. Yep. Um, but if your, you know, goal is to sell the property, you'll, you know, at least give the other agent, you know, some insight. Gotcha. Right. Because the goal is to sell the, the property. Right. right? The, the, the agent wants to sell it for the seller. The buyer wants to, the buyer's agent wants their buyer to buy it. Right. So let's work together. Let's, right. Let's it's kind figure of a, this out. Yeah. It's kind of a unique industry. Right. Like, um, yeah. I mean, could someone blatantly lie? Sure. Like, yeah, you know. But you don't typically. I wouldn't, th- I wouldn't think so. Yeah. Um, you know, I take everyone for uh what they tell me until they prove otherwise. Right. Yeah, <laughs> until that's something fair. else is proven otherwise. Yeah, so. Yeah,
1: that's definitely fair. And I um, think that's a good, you know, analogy I guess you, you kind of use there is, you know, the buyer's agent and the seller's agent. Yeah, you know, they're they're representing both sides, but both want to get a deal together. So yeah. it's like, hey, you know, let's work together to figure this out, especially if I'm the only offer. Like yeah. let's let's figure out how to how to maneuver this and right. and get us both, you know, get us both to the closing table, make our seller happy, make the buyer happy, like yeah, in most cases, one of them is probably going to feel like they got screwed. But yeah, but that, if and you that's can the limit goal, that.
0: right? Like you know, a good buyer's agent, a good listing agent, trying to come together, work cooperatively. Yes, the buyer's agent has their buyer's best interest mm-hmm. in mind, and the sellers got their sellers best interest in mind. Yep. But that's why you hire agents, because, uh, uh, you know, an emotional seller, an emotional buyer, they're going to fight at each yeah. other, potentially, <laughs> potentially, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, whereas, like, you know, we can kind of be that intermediary and use our skills and negotiation mm-hmm. and um, be able to come to an agreement mm-hmm. that works for everybody. Right, right. Um, and everyone feels happy that they didn't get screwed. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. exactly.
1: That. And, and
0: to go back to, like, you know, that question on, you know, I take everyone's... Um, like word for, word for from, what they say yeah. until they prove otherwise right and that is a reputation thing right because again i that person may have a house or a buyer down the road and if their reputation has then shown me that they maybe are less than truthful right how's that going to work when i come uh, you know have to work with them again right am i gonna want to work with them again right you know am i uh, it's tough Like yeah. it, your reputation is it's a it goes a long way with with what you're doing out here, right um
1: especially where like I mean it's not like we're selling real estate in Texas where it's so massive, right where yeah. where it's, it's i, New I consider New Hampshire like a small knit community almost i it, yeah. yeah, it's it's obviously a big surface area of the yeah. state, but you know it's where everyone kind of knows of each other
0: yeah, right. I like, don't expect to know somebody up in Berlin. No. I don't expect them yeah. to know me Claremont, you know Portsmouth or even like no. to the lakes region a little bit because i have done some some stuff up there. But when you're talking about Southern New Hampshire, right, like conquered South to the border, like okay. everyone's, if you if you've done anything and worked, you know, any either length of time or done any Got certain of number of, of business, then you you probably have seen or come across some of these people before, right. Um, right, and had to work with them and or at least interact with them, yeah, you know, plus. Um, you know, you know, realtor meetups and mm-hmm. trainings and investor groups. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we come across all the same people. Right. So,
1: and, and that's good to know, right? Like where, you know, agents, you know, they, yeah, you may, you know, you know of the agent yeah, yeah. at least. And I think that's another benefit of working with an agent that knows what they're doing because they know other agents. Yeah. And, you know, that yes, they, you can't literally collude, obviously, right. right? But, you know, if that agent knows the other agent. It's just helpful. Like they want you, you and you, you and him or you, you and her want to do business together. Yeah, you want to do business like with, like
0: with people you like and trust. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Point point blank. think yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's hey, good. I'd love to
0: do business with you again because I, we we both had our parties come to a, a happy agreement at the end the last time we worked right. together. I'd love to do that again,
1: right? And just simply, like, I know your I know your team gets things done, right? Like I know you're, like you're on top of everything. Like you know I'm on top of everything. And yep. It just makes it so much easier. Yeah,
0: makes the makes it, makes it uh, like you said. Yeah, it makes the job easier. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yep. And the last the last kind of thing I had written down here was another question. Actually, this is kind of you know off the beaten path a little bit. Was other ways to obtain a down payment. So I think everyone thinks that the down payment has to just come from your checking or your savings account, oh, no, no. which is not true. Um, you know, the, we can we can pull out of retirement to do mm-hmm. so. Yeah. We can pull out of, you know, any sort of if you do have a trust in your name that you have access to, even if you are getting, you know, monthly dividends or however they distributions, I guess would yeah, be the proper word yeah. for it, yeah. um, out of it. And you have access to pull money out without, you know, getting hit too hard that you want to do go right ahead like yeah. we can we can take that yeah, with no um, you can be gifted you can be gifted money believe it or not uh, typically it's immediate family that's a safe way to say it again you, i can't I, you can't gift me money unless you're a veteran i could aha uh-huh. yeah yeah, so that's where, again, the VA loan, this is why it is the greatest loan ever, especially for veterans. And it
0: should be, right? Literally, Look at what all they've
1: done for us. Yeah.
0: It should be the best loan.
1: It should It should be very uh, easy. Right, for them to, to get. Yeah. Literally, a veteran could walk up to Joe Schmo on the street and say, hey, I need $1,000 to close on my house. And as long as Joe Schmo just simply, you know... Wires it over, or sends him a check, or doesn't some just sort hand of them, doesn't just hand him cash. I
0: hear what what I hear you saying is there's some way to track. There's some that way to money. track that money, because um, <laughs> Joe Schmo could be the dealer at the corner. You do, yeah, that's true. He could be a money launderer, <laughs>
1: yeah. um, but yeah, if there's some way to track it, veteran's good. It could be anybody, uh, but for every other loan, generally speaking, immediate family. Like you can stretch it to a cousin. Gets a little you know, sketchy because everyone's a cousin. (laughs) But, you know, some of them, you know, they'll they'll allow it. But like, um I don't I forget if it's FHA or conventional. You know, friends are not allowed on one of them, but friends are allowed on another. Uh-huh. Like you got to document the relationship. So there you know, once you start getting past immediate family, it gets a little trickier for what, you know, to prove that you are literally in some sort of relationship with that person you yep. know of that where you know that person. Um but you know, gifting again is a great way to to essentially get all your down payment, all your closing costs, however much you need, essentially mm-hmm. you can you you can be you can be gifted that money. Um, and then really the only other way, um, other than retirement or trust or or gift or anything like that, would um, you can if you this is a weird one if you have a HELOC on your property, okay, a home equity line of credit. So essentially you can pull from that HELOC as long as you qualify with the new monthly payment. On that HELOC, so if you pull out ten grand, and to buy that, to buy an investment, to buy any other property, yeah. um, as long as you qualify with that monthly payment, you can take that money out because it's not it's not considered like a personal loan or anything like sure. that. You have access it's to just that money. This is more debt. Correct. As long as you qualify with the debt, and I and I say personal loan because you you can't take out any debt for the down payment. Which sounds weird that you can do it with a HELOC, but you have access to the money. That's why you're able to do it. Um, that it, it, again, it's a kind of a weird gray area with the and HELOC. Maybe because
0: the HELOC's collateralized by a resident, a so property. That
1: very well could be it too. I didn't even think about that. Because um, yep. personal loans, it's not. It's not backed by anything. No, like it's, not it, yet it, it, exactly. it's not backed by anything. So God yep. forbid, you know, you default on the house. There's yep. nothing to. There's nothing to grab <laughs> yeah, right, at all. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's like you can't get a personal loan. You can't just, you know, match his money, obviously. You can't just mm-hmm. do anything like that. Uh, but there's other ways. You can't, it doesn't just need to be in your checking or your savings
0: account. So and that's, that's all the ways from a traditional financing perspective. And from uh, some investors, if you're looking at, like, non-QM or, like, DSCR or commercial or – well, I shouldn't say commercial. I'm not as familiar with commercial. But some of the lenders that – I've used to acquire properties, there's, as long as the money's in the bank account, some have no seasoning requirements. Like they don't need to see how long it's been in there. Mm-hmm. So it could be, you know, it's in there today. They look and see that it's been, you know, tomorrow and it's been in there. Great. They're good with that. Some are 60 day seasoning. So mm-hmm. as long as the money's been in there for at least 60 days, um, they don't question it's
1: uh, where it came from. Yep yeah um and, and that's the same thing with traditional financing that's where the line is 60 days that's why yep. we asked for two months of bank statements you could literally deposit 15 grand from your safe and if we wait 60 days and then yep. it's now seasoned yeah that money is all yours so that's an important thing to note too that's yeah, exactly. why we don't want you to deposit just cash because we won't be able to use it
0: to see where it come from because there's a seasoning requirements right. right yeah so some of these ones with again the no seasoning requirements that's
1: perfect. Yeah, you know, literally, you just throw the money in, and, and you're good
0: to go. Yeah, I mean, and if you're, you know, you've got a bank account or multiple bank accounts or multiple, um, maybe there's more than one person on mm-hmm. the, the 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 loan to yep. buy the property. Yep. Well, if they've got enough. Yeah, then you're good. Oh, it works. Right. You know? you're,
1: you're all set. We just need to verify the funds. We need to yep. verify that, you know, if there's Money's two pe- there. yeah, if there's two people on the loan and if, you know, it's a daughter and mother and the mother has all the money, right? We don't need to see it transfer from the mom to the daughter if the mom is on the, mom's the loan, on the loan.
0: Yeah. The yeah, funds are
1: verified as long as she didn't do any sketchy stuff in the last 60 days yep. and we and we can close. How they handle that outside of it is completely on their right? own. Right. It's up to their discretion, but as long as the funds are there, we're good. Yep. So that's important to note too. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just verifying the funds. How you get them after the fact is uh, is up to you, yeah. especially if there's two people on, and it's not husband and wife or husband and husband or wife and wife. Don't want to.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, that's good to know. Awesome. Getting some seasoning requirements on that. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. S- so actually. Matt, I haven't heard you. Uh, I haven't heard you wish me happy birthday today.
1: Oh my lord! I didn't even know it was your <laughs> birthday, Rich. Happy birthday! I did not know.
0: And you know, I was feeling a little left out, but wow. uh, you know, I
1: I kind of feel like a like a little. I don't know. That's
0: okay. That's okay. You know, I, I walked in expecting uh, balloons and a party. But, you know yeah, what? Way, this to, is...
1: way, to, way to go, Ed. Yeah, like, no, but this, but this.
0: But th- you know what? I, I, this is. I live every day like it's my birthday, so it's all good.
1: <laughs> Do we want to say how old you're turning on camera? <laughs> <just>
0: uh, gonna... <laughs> it feels like 51, but it's not anywhere close.
1: <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, happy birthday. Yeah, hey, thanks. Hey, An- thanks. N- another year around. Congratulations yeah, on being born. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, lucky yeah. world, right? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah but, yeah, but guys, like we started out with, if you guys have questions, as you heard, you know, we we can call you in, we can zoom you in. Yep. We want to hear from you. We want this to be informative for you, not just for us. So yep. please, 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 ask away. We're gonna keep posting on our social medias to make sure that you guys have chances to an- to just ask, ask, and ask. Um, not every episode is just going to be this format, but you know, we got flooded with questions, so we wanted yeah, to yeah. break it up. So it wasn't just, yeah, we didn't want a two hour Q and a, we wanted to kind of break this thing up and we appreciate all of them. But if you have more, like we'll start an episode answering, you know, one or two questions and then we'll, we'll rifle off at the topic at hand. So, you know, both of our Instagrams, both of our Facebooks. um, And then obviously, you know, follow, subscribe to money matters to rich racine on YouTube and all of his channels. and,
0: Yeah. Check out www.findnhomesforsale.com. Yeah. Uh check for homes. You can touch base with either us of us on
1: there. Um, and yeah, think social media everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. We'll post everything in the handle, obviously. And, yes, check out his website. Again, it's an unbelievable source. It's literally like a like a Zillow for rich. And, you know, he he gives you everything that you need. You can contact him right from that website. You, know, you can get pre-approved from that website. And it's a yep. one-stop shop. So go um, findnhhomesforsale.com. Find awesome. And that is why money matters. Money matters, baby.